This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 21st of October. Justin, how about this? Mm -hmm. A viral TikTok video has sent Fleetwood Mac's 1977 album Rumours back to the Billboard Top 10. TikToks just keep dominating the music charts these days. Incredible. Brett, you'll no longer find Sydney or Melbourne on Australia's busiest air route thanks to COVID border closures. Okay. Qantas data showing that the most popular route in the September-October school holidays Uh was Brisbane to Cairns. What a big surprise. Mm -hmm. And we have three surprisingly epic stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Afterpay is going to start offering savings accounts to its 3 million plus Australian customers as it makes a big move towards banking. This is a very big move. So what's the story? Well, Afterpay has been on the lookout for new ways to make money out of its customers. (laughs) So starting from next year, Afterpay's new savings account and cash flow tools will be available for customers Mm. in Australia. But Afterpay isn't a bank. Correct. They'll be using Westpac's new 10x banking as a service Ah. platform. Which means Afterpay is the first customer of Westpac's new cloud platform. And B-Man, why would Afterpay do this? Well, J-Man, it basically means Afterpay can avoid having to get their own banking license when providing savings accounts to customers. So what's the key learning here? Justin, we could be witnessing the early signs of banking products becoming mere commodities here in Australia. Explain. Well, as fintechs like Afterpay continue to grow and grow and grow... And become the key touch points for mm-hmm. millions of Australians... Banks are at risk of becoming just the underlying product provider. I.e. creating the loan product or savings product, but not actually having any relationship mm. with the customer. Because we're seeing more and more that customers are prepared to buy financial services mm-hmm. from non-banks that they trust and like. This deal is a perfect example of that. Clearly though, Westpac considers this a risk that is worth taking in order mm-hmm. to help it acquire new deposits from younger customers. For our second story, Twitter and Facebook's latest moves to moderate news could cost them big time in the run-up to the US election. This story has been rampaging, Mm -hmm. so tell me more. It all started on Wednesday last week when a New York Post article showed allegedly hacked emails from Joe Biden's son, Hunter. And long story short, these emails don't exactly show the best Mm. of the Bidens. So what does this all have to do with business? Well, because Twitter and Facebook limited the New York Post's articles distribution on their platform. Exhibit A, Facebook limited its visibility. I.e. its algorithm didn't put the story high on people's news Mm. feeds. Exhibit B, Twitter just went bang and blocked (laughs) people from posting links to the story and emails altogether. And after all of this, Twitter did apologise. Yep, they reversed their decision. So what's the key learning here? Social media giants generally get negative attention when they are too slow to moderate bad content. But now they're getting negative attention for something else, Mm. a lack of transparency and consistency. Brett, the US election is only a cut couple of weeks away. But over the last few days, the role of social media in the democratic process mm-hmm. has become one of the most contentious issues of the entire campaign. <laughs> Surely not as contentious as Donny T claiming he's immune <laughs> to COVID. <laughs> Probably not, but Twitter and Facebook are right at the heart of it all. Mm-hmm. For our third and final story, Starbucks is planning to boost diversity in its workforce and the company is making this goal something that influences Ooh. the pay of its senior leaders. This is a pretty cool story. Mm-hmm. So what's happening here? By 2025, 
Starbucks has announced it wants people of colour represented in at least 30% of roles in the corporate operations. And 40% of retail and manufacturing roles. And starting next year, the financial compensation of Starbucks executives will be linked to the company's success at meeting those goals. So what's the key learning here? We know that companies with a diverse workforce have a greater ability to foster innovation, creativity, and even empathy Mm -hmm. too. But even though corporate diversity programs are becoming more and more normal for big companies, progress hasn't been made Mm. particularly fast. For example, according to a recent report by consulting company Mercer, Mm -hmm. people of colour or from diverse backgrounds account for just 15% of executives. And in Australia, we aren't excluded either. Yep, last year a report revealed that there were more men with the first name Andrew as CEOs of ASX 200 companies than there were women leading ASX 200 companies altogether. We've got a long way to go, corporate Oz. Flux fam, a big shout out to Taylor for showing Austin the wonderful world of Flux. As we know, friends slash lovers who flux together. (laughs) Definitely stay together. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.